0: Welcome to our spoiler cast. Welcome to the, our universe extended episode number seven, covering the Obi-Wan Kenobi episode three show on Disney+. Plus. Thank you all for joining me tonight. I'm Christopher Tanner, and I'm about to bring my co-host in to have a conversation with you about all of the unique craziness that went down in episode three. If you have never heard of us before, we are Planning Face Syndicate, and we are doing a spoiler cast after our normal X-Wing, Star Wars X-Wing episode that we do every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you've never heard of us before and you want to check us out, you're welcome to join us live every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. With that being said, let me bring my co-host in for this spoiler cast, Mr. JJ, the amazing No Giants hat tonight. Gideon, how are you tonight, sir?
1: <laughs> yeah, I um I think I left it in the car. That's why. <laughs> I'm excited.
0: I hate that hat, and I think you should never wear it again. <laughs> how are you tonight, episode, sir?
1: Though. Doing all right. I'm excited to go over this episode. There was so much that happened in this episode. It was so
0: great. It was. And that's like that's the funny thing is we're sitting here and it's like, oh, I can't believe we had to wait till Literally wait till Sunday night to have this conversation. I watched this show on Wednesday night and then again on Thursday afternoon on my lunch hour and then again with my other son on um, Friday afternoon. And I am insanely, insanely excited about this show. Now, there's been a lot of a weirdly somewhat negative uh press for the show. Like people are kind of like, I don't know if we should watch it. I don't think this is a good show. And I'm super confused by that, JJ, because to me, even though I will say there can be a little bit of lack of emotion in some of the characters, like to me, the majority of the cast is very well rounded. And this is a this is a deeply moving show. And maybe it's because we're in our late 30s. We kind of grew up with Star Wars, right? Obi-Wan has always been this like Like I don't know, like this mysterious guy that kind of goes, "I'm really old, and uh, I'm going to train you, Luke." And now we're finally are getting to see him kind of be that middle aged, bitter Jedi. That's like, man, I can't believe I failed that bad, and now I have to pick myself up from my failure. And that's how we get the Star Wars trilogy. Like without him, we don't have four, five, and six. We just don't have them. They don't exist. Yep. Like. Wouldn't it be like a Like, I don't know. And maybe it's like if we didn't have them, would it be crazy? Because, like, would Vader and Palp still be in power? Is Luke and Leia the only saviors of the world? I don't know.
1: So, yeah, um, I, I think, and Star Wars fans in general were very, very loud when it comes to our opinions about, you know, like the 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 entire canon and universe in general, right? However, I have to um, I have to ignore a lot of those comments mainly because it is still way 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 too soon to make a, a proper educated argument about any aspects of whether you like you don't agree with certain characters or certain decisions that they made with certain characters because we don't know the resolution of their story and a lot of things make sense in in after everything has been revealed uh for that particular character in retrospect right like we get to see the entirety of their of their their trajectory for their for their role and how they they act in this particular series so it's really easy to be discouraged when you read those type of comments and stuff like that uh, about the show um when i i personally i don't Agree with them at all. I think that this has been a really, really good show, um, considering the the history of the characters that are involved in it. Um, You know, as a person who has seen all the additional um, like shows and stuff like that for these characters, you know, just seeing Obi Wan's development throughout the Clone Wars. Uh, seeing Reva's uh, character in Jedi Fallen Order, uh, seeing Anakin's development in Clone Wars and going into Vader and things that he's done as Vader, um, going into the books with like Thrawn and seeing how he develops in there. Um, just just having that, that reference for why the character acts a particular certain way inside of this particular series is great. But, of course, not everybody's going to go as deep as I would to read those extra additional... Uh, stories that they provided for those characters to give them more depth and without that reference it's very easy to misjudge uh the characters as they are currently in this point in time in in the Star Wars universe
0: yeah and I, I agree with you and I think that's interesting because a lot like I said a lot of people just kind of focus on this you know like they're like why are we continuing this discussion and so spoiler alert there we go. I said it. If you have not seen episode three, stop watching right now, unless you want spoilers, then continue to watch because we love people watching our show. Oh, yeah. um, all right. Spoiler done. And, and I think this is important. We, we see, we get to see Obi-Wan get burned by Vader. Like Vader basically says, I got you. I want to burn you. I want to make you suffer in the same vein that you made me suffer because vader still sees this as it's still like a child which a lot of people are going to argue that this that piece of it is actually um incorrect because when we look at the later trilogy we don't see vader acting like a child per se other than he randomly chokes people which is very childlike i, I think in my opinion <laughs> i mean just me yeah. like if I, th- I, I think if my kid would get pissed at me and could choke me Like, I think my kid would do that, right? Like, I think my kid would just, like, my. I asked my daughter to take, like, our dog has an injured leg right now, and they have to take him out on a leash. And Every time I ask my daughter to do it, she hates it because that dog is bigger than her and pulls her. And I get the dirtiest look, the dirtiest look every time. And I just think if she were like Kylo Ren a little bit more... I might not be alive today. <laughs> she would Wait, probably choke me.
1: Does she like reach out her hand to try to force choke you? Pretend? Right. No,
0: that's a Stranger Things. <laughs> that's a Stranger Things uh, reference there, and we're not gonna we we can't do a Stranger Things spoiler cast. Though so that might be fun to do because I really like that show. Um, but no, she she does not, because my kids don't think Star Wars is imperative, but. I keep trying to explain to them if they did those things, maybe they would get away with a little bit more because, you know, like, it would be like, yeah. oh, you were pretending to choke me. All right, I'll just let that pass. You know, like, really, I shouldn't because that's pretty awful, you know.
1: That'd be great um, if you actually went along with the two, like, mid sense <laughs> Like,
0: <laughs> 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 all right, hopefully my kids do not watch this show. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't need to contend with that right now. But, okay, like, going back to the Vader thing, like, so we're seeing character development to some extent like and and, in the the later trilogy we don't see vader with a million pounds of emotion like we see a little bit where he gets angry but even when he's angry he's very reserved and like you said i read all the books to to some extent like i haven't read every single canon and um every single legacy book not every single one of them but i've read a lot of them like a lot of books Mm -hmm. and you see different sides of vader that you don't see uh, specifically until now and we're getting some of that now and we're getting some of this 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 action piece and and I've argued that I would like them to tell a new story but I'll be honest them not telling a new story and giving us this little interlude into what Obi-Wan has done with his life in between then has been the biggest treat to me even over I'll, I will say this over the Mandalorian and I love my little grogu dude you know a, a lot and I love my Well, I don't love Mando as much as I love Grogu, I don't think. I think, I think, and and I don't love them all as much as I love Ahsoka because I think Ahsoka is, um, I hope Ahsoka is the best show we've ever seen because Rebels hit by far, Ahsoka at the end of Clone Wars and Rebels, um, those are two of my favorite little pieces. And and, and unfortunately, Charles is not here to defend himself, but like I will tell (laughs) Charles. If you ever watch this Charles shame on you for not being able to get over the animation, at least just let the audio play because it is just so good. Just French kiss right there. Chef's kiss. French
1: kiss, By far. Yeah. So, um, so let's start from the beginning first, right? Like we'll, we'll walk through the episode here first. So we have, um, you know, uh, Obi-Wan realizing that, uh, that Anakin is still alive. He's kind of traumatized by it. And, Um, just, just him interacting with Leia, um, as they get off the planet and they, uh, walk towards the, um, that, that tractor that takes them through the Imperial thing. Um, I did like that interaction with them and the, uh, and the stormtroopers that got onto the tractor with him. They're like, yeah, we're looking for some Jedi. And, uh, (laughs) have you guys, have you guys seen them? And I'm like, did you guys not look at the poster or the holocron that you guys could probably pull up at any time and see? Uh, yeah, it's probably this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah, because yeah, he was looks great. the same.
0: Like, he looks... He lo-
1: and <laughs> then Obi-Wan messing up and calling her Leia, and then he's like, yeah, I, I forget sometimes. You know, she looks just like her mother, and then just having that, you know, him trying to, like, make up for it, but at the same time adding that, that hint of truth that he's speaking, and Leia's picking up on it and, like, trying to like get what does he mean by it you know and i I just love that that dynamic of like obi-wan not wanting to tell so much but also like covering for his mistake and stuff that was really really good i really enjoyed that interaction between leia and and obi-wan that was just fantastic that was one of the highlights of the show for like the non-action sequences um and then finally getting over to the security checkpoint where all of a sudden um Obi-Wan learns how to shoot and he becomes a sharpshooter. Um <laughs> that was uh, uh that was really interesting uh, just seeing them like you know get through that checkpoint, uh get through all those stormtroopers and finally into the town where they're trying to smuggle it and out. And I think at this point of the episode, this is where they they really did a lot of connecting to either future projects that could be coming out down the line um, for um, for the future of Star Wars or at least other side events for it because they uh, when they reached the underground tunnel, they have a list of names of people that have gone through that particular tunnel. And in there, uh, we see Kinlan Boss, which is mentioned specifically by name, which if you guys have uh, have read Dark Disciple, um a fantastic book he is a he was also in the clone wars series as well um his force ability to uh touch an object and see the history of everything is probably one of the most interesting uses of the force that they've ever written and i hope that we get to see him either later on in obi-wan or at least on a separate show i think that would so, be something good to explore
0: yep so i'm going to stop you right there because that is one of my absolute favorite books like yeah. just so you know like like I don't like, spoiler alert, I don't like what happens to Asajj at all. I hate that piece of it. I disagree yeah. with that, and I would love for them to over, to, like, rewrite that piece. Um, But that's just me being selfish. Like, that's Chris being a selfish Star Wars, you know, like, fan. But the, the oh, my God, like, that book, hands down, is probably one of the top, Five books I've read in my like I like that better than I like Aftermath's books yeah like I <laughs> really like after I like it I like Aftermath but that book that the darkness. I like just just the way it's written the way it's presented the backstory we get for Asajj um how we get some of the interaction with what her deal with Dooku is is just like off the charts great and I think you know. The funny thing is, is we we if we get to see this right, because if we take that timeline, JJ, right, and that timeline mm-hmm. says that Dooku's still alive, and we know that he dies <coughs> at the hands of some uh specific Jedi that turns into a dark lord later, and here we are. I- I'm guessing what that's 20 years later. Is that what it is? 15 years, 15 ish. Yeah, about 15 years. 15, I would say, yeah, yeah 15 cool. to 20 years later. We're seeing his name show up as as somebody that that got to live and move on. That's huge. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that's big. And and and, it, and some of what I hope is that we see some of these fallen Jedi rally around somebody like an Ahsoka. Right. Because Ahsoka has always been the antithesis of a Jedi. Right. She's a Jedi, but she's kind of saying, fuck the system. I guess I guess we're going to open up the tags, you know, <laughs> screw the system. Right. Screw it. Screw it to hell. I don't want no part of this little cultish type thing that the Jedi are. And everybody thinks of these Jedi and everybody loves Jedi. But if you actually dig into some of the mythology and some of like the older stories, like you can see where the Jedi have issues, right? Like they do genuinely have issues. And when we talk, and it's funny, there's somebody I've had this argument before where people will basically say, well, if you look at the Empire, technically the Empire is the anarchists here bringing, you know, new strategy and, 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 diffusing a broken Republic. And like, I will say, you know, like hands down, I feel that the Republic was broken. Um, not just because of Palpatine, but because large Republics genuinely are broken pieces. And when you don't have a large socialized system to help maintain everything, and now I'm getting political, I guess, but when you don't have some of this, you, like it starts to kind of fade. And you know, like that, original rebellion against the normative values just makes things so much more logical when you apply them to today's standard but then you have somebody like um you know voss right you know like um um and, and and you have somebody like ahsoka who can turn around and say here i am i disagree with the jedi but i still want to do good that's what my goal is my goal yeah. is to create this. And it would be amazing if we saw uh you know Dark Disciple kind of transition into Ahsoka maybe re- leading a small Jedi outlier sect to go after, you know, the empire that we just never have seen before. And how does that always how does that translate into when we get into resistance and some of these other things, right? Because yeah. if you can establish a genuine republic that cares for people and isn't manipulating Or consuming them or ruining them they can be a good force you know leia was never wrong in 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 her original statements right you know in her original desire Mm -hmm. she was never wrong it's just how do we get there without creating a corruption that is you know a corruption which is what turns into the empire yeah which is what we get with the empire you know
1: so, um, so I, after they go into that small village where they're trying to escape um, and sh- we were looking at the wall, names and stuff like that. One of the names that you can see clearly is Valen Halcyon, uh, who is Cornhorn's father. Um, and we also, earlier in that shot, uh, we also see a little boy as well uh, with her mother, which would potentially be Cornhorn's mother and Cornhorn himself as a child and since we do know that there's a rogue squadron movie coming up um in a, in the end of 2023 if i'm not mistaken or actually no i'm sorry they don't have a date for it as of yet but with rogue squadron coming out um i i'm hoping that we get to see a grown-up corn horn as a pilot in rogue squadron um for uh, like you know post rebellion era like flying that would be absolutely amazing if, they, if they're setting this pilot up for um for a really good story for later on for rogue squadron um that would be fantastic um so anyway moving forward we see that the um that the the empire tracks them down to that particular area and now we see vader come in uh to go to hunt down obi-wan and just him just they, they start basically torturing and start killing people there in the village until they draw obi-wan out and then finally we get the confrontation that we've been waiting for seeing Obi-Wan, seeing Vader for the first time, and just seeing the horror in Obi-Wan's face to see what Anakin has become into like this this monster. Um, Just really great acting from Ewan McGregor. Um, I really enjoyed that particular sequence because he's completely caught off guard by this monster that used to be his friend that he cared for so much. And even though you can't really see the facial expression of Vader... Just in his action of, you know, because normally in every other source of media, Vader just goes for the kill, right? He goes in, he starts massacring everybody as possible. But in this, he's a lot more slower and a lot more deliberate in trying to torture Obi-Wan. You know, uh, uh, like we were talking about before, setting up the fire and then just dragging him to it. So that way he can suffer the same way that Obi-Wan made him suffer through the lava and stuff like that. Although, side note to that. Uh, Obi-Wan's hair is completely force, yeah, completely covered in the force because not a bit of his hair had burned. <laughs> and all of that. At first I was like, okay, you know, he's gonna be there in a few seconds and he'll get out. No, he's in there for like a good like minute or two. I'm like, okay, at this point, his head should have caught on fire. <laughs> like his and head then he comes his out. He's still like, you know, combed. He's like, oh, I'm burned, but my hair is fine. Oh, but, uh. oh no, I can't use this arm very
0: well anymore, which will fix somehow because it never shows up in episode four. You know, I can't. Yeah.
1: And then and then Vader lets him go. He intentionally let him go because he still wanted Obi-Wan to suffer. And I think that's the part that because at some point, and I am venturing here to guess, like I'm probably projecting this, but I felt that there's a part of Vader at that point that's there's still good in him where he didn't want to kill Obi-Wan. And that's why he let him go. Because he clearly sees uh, Obi-Wan being dragged out and being taken by that droid. And he doesn't stop the droid he doesn't order the stormtroopers to go after it because the stormtroopers can't see anything that's going on he's the only one with advantage to it and he stares at obi-wan being dragged out and i still think that there's that part of him that good part of anakin that's still in there that let obi-wan get away
0: because he knows okay is it because he knows what he's done is wrong or is it because he feels that he can't get the um the kill the same way he wants to therefore he's letting it go so he could I don't know. Okay, we're gonna bring this to a Joker Batman thing. Okay, and and I apologize because it's not Marvel, but I grew up <laughs> fucking DC yeah. over Marvel ninety percent of the time, minus Spider Man. And if you look at it, Batman and Batman, they even confront this in in the comic books. Dark Knight. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, they confront it there too, but in the comic books, they confronted this multiple times. Why does Batman not just kill Joker? Like, it's it's a simple... He's a vigilante anyway. Like, who gives a shit? You're killing a piece of shit psychopath. Like, who cares? Like, who genuinely, actually genuinely cares? Like, you, d- is anybody going to mourn Joker? Like, if you're a billionaire, can you just get away with things and run away? Like, your weird moral compass of not wanting to murder the Joker to stop and say... Like, one death could save thousands of lives, Batman, lives. but instead you'd rather be stuck in this, in this cycle of, I got to save you. Got to save you. It's, it's a savior complex. There there's a, I'm, I'm sure there's an actual like fallacy for this, that Batman falls into, but, but does Vader fall into this? Just maybe on the reverse side, right? You know, like Obi-Wan left Anakin because he genuinely figured he was dead. He's like, Oh, you don't have arms anymore. you're you're on fire like okay i'm just gonna leave you because like really in fairness i don't actually want to kill you and you're pretty you pretty you look pretty much like a gondra like there's no way you can live through this like logically speaking and that's because nobody knew maul still. like i don't think obi-wan at the time knew maul still existed yeah so he doesn't know that your hate can sustain you for everything (laughs) like can keep you alive forever which is insanely crazy too but Um, but, but, but again, like, and then that's almost what this feels like. And, and Obi-Wan's now going through the shock of not understanding why Anakin's alive. He's like, why are you here? Like, how did you get, how I don't, you should be dead. Like, logically you should be dead. Like, this is insane to me. And maybe that's why in rebels spoiler alert, but maybe when in rebels, when he, sees Molly he, he's not really that surprised <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah I saw true. Anakin come back to the for the that's day. true <laughs> like, like for fuck's sake I mean he was burning on fire when I left him and yeah you were cut in half but hey I don't know miracles happen baby you know <laughs> like, <laughs> Satan performs I- miracles in weird ways yeah and i was i was actually um
1: because one of the, the parts that they were contrasting too, right is that anakin was was or not anakin obi-wan was feeling you know so troubled by this events that he's still trying to commune with qui-gon Jin, and i'm waiting i'm waiting for liam neeson to appear as a force ghost i swear um i i i, I'm I was sick hoping no
0: fuck force ghosts I, i'm so sick of force ghosts i get waiting, your man. point but or
1: at least his voice not even a ghost right just just his voice right um to to like kind of like talk him through and because he's obviously not like um he's not prepared at this at all right because he's obviously had a disconnect from the force at this point which is why he's more reliant on blasters and everything more than using the force and, um, and it was obvious that when he was fighting with Vader, his lightsaber skills were just not up to par for what they used to be versus Vader, who now has the backing of the full force of hate with his, with his lightsaber. And he, he was just outclassed. And, you know, I just, I just want to see more development on that side of how Obi-Wan became, got to where he is now, where he's a shell of what he used to be, to the person who took down Maul in three strikes. And yeah. three in three things, right? Like to get to that point, and I'm just I'm I'm anticipating that that gap, you know, like that bridge that gap.
0: Yeah, and I think that's I I get your yeah, I get that, and I think that's an extremely important point because I think as here is where we see Vader as an immature but extremely powerful user, right? And and I think that's that's where the danger. So like where Pelt saw the ability for, um, you know, uh, ability for vader to be this who he is right and yeah. and i think Pelp sees this i have an extremely strong force user that's better than me period hands down like more strong more willing able to do it but not able to understand that whole rule of two thing where vader could kill off Pelp. but here's curious here's a, here's a special note and this is like a book thing but if you think about it if you think Every Sith is almost always training an apprentice once they hit a certain level, right? Yeah. And he had an apprentice in Clone Wars, and she did not follow him. And I don't think he thinks he's going to ever get her, ever.
1: Wait, wait, who are we talking about here? Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: like Ahsoka, like, at this point, I know he doesn't know Ahsoka's alive, he, we, we know that you and I yeah. know she's alive because we've seen right, right, other things, yeah. but it he doesn't so know later. that. Yeah. And he doesn't know that she's alive, except for if you go back to the Soka book, which I can't remember if it's canon or not. It is canon. Okay. So you go back to the Soka book and he, there is like a feeling during that book where he feels her. Now, I don't know where that book fits in this. I, I'd have to actually go before. do that
1: research. It's it's before um, the events of Obi-Wan. Okay. So but he, he has, has it, but is that confirmed that he that he knows for
0: certain that it's, it's not. Yeah. But yeah. the book alludes yeah. to that he senses his old Padawan. Um, so but he I think he knows she's not gonna come back to him. Like it's not a thing where he's you know gonna actually do it. Cause they address a little bit of that in Clone Wars, right? Like that that is a thing that comes up in no, is it is it Rebels? Does it come up in both? God, I can't remember anymore. No, it does come up in Rebels too, doesn't it? In both of them, yeah. I think it comes up yeah. in both of them. Um, yeah. But you know, in in Rebels, it comes up where where they they kind of they they meet, right? You know, and yeah, and, and it's a temple. whole thing in the yeah. temple, and, and 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 that's a whole thing that that comes about. Um, God, all of this like mixes, which is just weird because uh, that's where Maul reappears again too. But anyway, um, yeah. now we're, now, I'm di- now I'm digressing. So I think he knows or senses that she's not coming back because I think he senses that she would have came and found him if she wanted to join the dark side or wanted to join his side. Um, and he knows that deep down. And so he's he could be, long story short, he could be secretly training Reva as a Sith apprentice so that when he kills Pelp, he takes over Pelp. He's a child child mentality right he's very immature in his thinking of things he could be working towards training somebody to take over for him when he takes the you know does the whole rule of two thing and kills pal
1: so here's here's uh here's the thing because i i thought about that too um about like you know him taking another apprentice but the inquisitors are never considered actual sith they're no. just they're just that they're just the title of inquisitors people who can use the force uh who are aligned with but the you know
0: Emperor. you know why though right cuz it yeah, allows so, him to the, to skirt the rule of 2 exactly that, that's all it's doing. but yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean but if vader she is, wants
1: to okay fair fair but it does seem like they report directly yeah. to vader right both the grand inquisitor and all the other inquisitors they report to vader
0: yes hence why when we see the scenes where Riva's like very emphatically insistent. She wants Vader's favor, and she's been called out. It's like Fifth yeah. Brother calls her ass out. How many fucking times? Yeah, he like, does. He's he like, does. no, I understand what you're doing. You know, like, nah, <laughs> I don't think you do, bro. But maybe you do. But but it feels a little bit more like that's why I feel the, the the rule of two thing comes into effect here. And 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 to me, even if they don't really use a lot of it, but it's a good nod, right? You know, like yeah. it's a good. It, it, it it's a good way of, of bringing that piece home because you have to think if she really, if she knows who Vader is and that's a violation of a lot of what we know about Canon, <laughs> like, like yeah. Vader keeps it a secret and kills people who know, but it's not like, it's not like the end-all be-all thing, right? Like it's yeah. not like the biggest secret. It's not like Palpatine and you know, you know, being you know the Emperor versus a senator, right? Yeah. Like that was pretty secretive. Um, and, and and in the books, in a lot of the books, Palp will do whatever it takes to maintain that secrecy from everyone, except for yeah. weirdly uh, during Revenge of the Sith, being on it, but during every other real book, he's very stoic about this. Yeah, and Vader could be the same way, but training Riva because he wants to overthrow Pelp because maybe he doesn't agree with exactly how things have been ran.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, ultimately, I think that um, you know, just my prediction for like the next episodes: uh, Grand Inquisitor pays a visit to Boba Fett for cybernetic uh, injections.
0: <laughs> I hope. And, and, uh, and
1: uh and uh and the back to bath you know so that way he can recover <laughs> and then uh and then he goes and kills reva it'd be great
0: all right so i'll agree with you that i think he kills reva but i don't think that he gets the back to from no 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 boba that's boba. way
1: ahead of time yeah exactly it's just just to poke fun at boba
0: <laughs> it is all right as we wrap up i i, I want to go really quickly back to that jedi wall and, and i say this because i feel that that was the pivotal piece of this whole show yes and i don't care as much because in, in reality what it's doing is giving us a little bit of a look at the underground the underground railroad that we have in um star wars on <laughs> sub thanks deslin um <laughs> i hope i hope you subscribe subscribe to us and then give us an extra patreon um but i want to go back to the wall because i, I so I read this article because after you brought up, um, you know, Quinlan Voss and, and, and the Corhorn thing, I went and looked up. There is an article that actually talks about two other names that show up in here.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: One of them is rog- Roganda, who I did not know who the hell this was, but Roganda, I guess is from legends and was a concubine of Palpatine's uh, Palpatine's. And th- her name is on the wall.
1: That should be raised mom.
0: That's a good point. Yes, actually. And that's, that's what turns this whole, that's what turns yeah. my dials, I guess. Um, here. Yeah. And they don't talk about that in there, but they do talk about, because essentially she becomes, I the answer is no, probably because she ends up, turning to the Sith, right? Like, she essentially turns to the dark side. She's not a good person in the long run. Um, but the discussion piece here, right, is because her inclusion could, A, alter some of that Legends piece, right? And she could become part of canon. And there you go. Like, they could use that to lead to Ray in some way. They, that could be a way... They lead to rape, but if you think about it, her name being in there, she would have to turn back to Palpatine, get pregnant later on. I mean, that—that's pr- the probability well, that it's really low.
1: She could have been the person who gets together with his genetically cloned son, and okay. then and then give birth to to rape. There that's, you go. that's how I was going to go. But yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah. So that is 100% a hundred percent of probability. The other name that's on that wall is somebody called the Jin atlas right and i i didn't actually i've never heard of this this character yeah but essentially well go ahead no i was gonna say no i haven't either yeah essentially this jedi shows up with ahsoka later on because he creates a um sect of jedi that reject the jedi council right it's what i was when we go all the way back to what i was talking about at the beginning of the show with ahsoka and why i like ahsoka the most out of all of this is because this Jedi has actually worked with Ahsoka and Rex and Skywalker, right? And he has a Jedi that follows him called, um, I don't know, something Kali Ming or something like that. I don't know. This is all a little bit more fuzzy because it's back from Wednesday when I looked this shit up. But um, something, something named Ming and essentially, um, in in some sort of the the books, it, that person appears as a love interest for Luke. Again, this is not canon stuff, um, but this person appears, and and there and there could be discussions like this could be a leading into Ahsoka, right? Where where I talk about Ahsoka being this 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 antithesis of what Jedi should be and what they are creating this all this, this, other sect or sponsoring this other sect of, you know, a lost Jedi. It's crazy, right? Because Ahsoka does genuinely want to follow the tenets that she grew up with. She just doesn't believe in the council and she doesn't believe in, in the strict ways of how things go. And all I'm saying is these two names as obscure as they are, if Disney actually does something with them would mean they're giving a bigger nod to some of the Canon and some of the other things that we've never seen before. And again, yes, I know I'm just, you know, becoming that star Wars guy. That's like having conversation, <laughs> crazy conversations about things that we probably will never see because like Disney's that not that smart. Huh?
1: <laughs> like that meme, you know, like yeah. explaining like really obscure facts.
0: Yes. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> me. Yeah, I know. And that's, Again, that's only because, you know, those are the things like, I, when I pick out and look at those things, like I messaged you and I was like, who, what the hell is going on with this? And why would he not do this? It's the same reason. It's because there's a desire to see some of these weird, obscure things come to light because again, I get excited when the books present things we don't get in the other medias. Um, yeah. And I hope star Wars doesn't do the game of Thrones thing where they, you know, just kind of shit all over the series with the last two seasons where they could have been a million times better um and and i i know star wars has shot shadow over some people's dreams but i don't think the last two movies are as bad as people make them out to be um and i know that's better
1: but they aren't as bad as people might make them out to be Yeah,
0: yeah agree anyway Final words, episode three, before we sign off for the night. It's been a long night. I think we've been casting for two and a half hours.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Loving the series so far. I can't wait to see where they take um, where they take this to. There's supposedly unconfirmed rumors that they're already working on a second season. So even though we're only getting six episodes, we may not reach a full resolution uh, for this particular story arc. Which you know what if they can extend out the characters more fully and take their time with it, I'm okay with that. Um, but if not, I just hope that they they fully resolve like everything for this for this arc, the story arc uh, with all the characters.
0: So. Awesome. Now, as we we re- we know we have three more episodes coming, so we will be doing three more of these um, universe extended episodes. After that, I actually have plans 100% to continue. I really want to continue this after Universe Extended uh, Discussions. JJ, you have three more episodes to finish the Thron books or finish the High Republic series. I don't care what it is, or it's going to be me and Crab Rock. I'm just, just <laughs> So you understand. <laughs> it's going to be somebody else in here, because I want to continue these. I, I like I like this piece of this this thing, and maybe we'll do it on a different night than Sunday. Like Maybe we'll do at a different time if it's easier for people but i want to continue this series because that's how much i like star wars lore and yeah. there's there's how many thron books that we could be talking about and it's, there's how many high republic books we could be talking about I no um idea. yeah i know you don't know um oh my god you should be fired um <laughs> So anyway, the other thing that we're going to do is we're going to I think we're going to finish this without Charles is my guess, because I don't think Charles has watched all of them. Um, But what we will be doing is um, I will if Charles I have to talk to Charles yet, but if he doesn't join us for any of these episodes, I will have Charles do his own universe extended episodes once he's watched all of them all by himself like i'll just sit here and record him with a big face (laughs) and and let him do it all on his own
1: so yes absolutely
0: and then he could give a half hour of his thoughts on the whole show uh especially because didn't we get him to admit that he thought it was better than boba fett yes yes he did first one yep can't wait uh, anyway thank you all for joining us if you um are here because you were here because of our star wars x-wing podcast we cast every sunday night at 9 p.m eastern to talk about star wars x-wing miniatures game which is an amazing game if you've never played it before um you could follow us here on twitch you could follow us here on youtube you can follow us over on patreon or on any fancy podcast catcher that we have with that being said thank you all have a good night